you are now listening to Sports Avenue, hosted by Elliot, Laura Pfeiffer, and Stephen Hines. Enjoy tonight's episode. Welcome back to Sports Avenue, everyone. My name is Elliot Laura Pfeiffer, alongside Stephen Hines, bringing you the second episode of Season 4 on November 12th, 2021. Well, you know, we talked about last week on how Florida is, like, the hottest team in the NHL. Panthers are like, who would have, who would have thought it? Well, get this. The Pittsburgh Penguins, who, who couldn't beat the Chicago Blackhawks, <clears throat> somehow found a way to beat the Florida Panthers. How about that? Come on, come on, let's get excited. Who is excited that the Panthers lost to the Penguins? Come on. I, I can't hear you. Come on, come on. Who is excited? You are. You're the only one that's excited. Yeah, no, no, I know you're excited. Who doesn't like to see the, the hottest team in the NHL lose? Who doesn't like to see that? I, mean, I know. If it's not my team, then yeah. Okay, so if <laughs> so, you're not happy that the Penguins beat the Panthers. <laughs> I guess you can say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 hurtful. That's really hurtful, you know, because that just shows that you despise the Pittsburgh Penguins. Which, by the way, isn't really a rivalry. I mean, technically, I guess since, you know, the Penguins did beat them in the third round in 2016, we don't got to bring that up because that's the past. But, um, you know, sure, I, I guess you could say it's a rivalry. But, um, yeah, the Penguins pick up the win 3-2. to two. What I don't understand is we lost to the Chicago Blackhawks, who are, I believe, 2-9, and nine, whatever their overtime record is. And um, I, I don't get it. How did we beat... The Panthers. This is like asking how the Steelers beat the Bills but not the Raiders. You know, like I, it yeah. doesn't make any sense. But somehow it's like all up. Pittsburgh teams. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we pick up a win against the Panthers, and I am happy tonight. I am happy tonight. It, it is a good night. However, we'll probably lose to the three and nine uh, Ottawa Senators. So you know, that's all. It's all good. However, Tampa, you know, they might be a pretty hot team right now, you know. But I bet they probably wish they stuck with their rookie goaltender who just got a shutout against the Detroit Red Wings. He is a member of the Washington Capitals now. Um, but, yeah, he picks up a shutout in his NHL debut 2 nothing, Man, you know. And it's not hard like to... a pretty sh- good debut. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, however, you would think that uh, it'd be easy to uh, shut out um, the Detroit Red Wings. <clears throat> but, yeah, they got it done. They got it done. Um, but Washington, they're having a decent year. I mean, they, they Washington never disappoints. And that's what pisses me off. Like, because we always see... Washington and Pittsburgh in the first round. It's I'm sorry, not the, the second round in the playoffs, all the time, and yeah, we usually get a uh, a first round exit, which normally happens to the, like the New York Islanders, like it has the past three years. <laughs> like the past three years have been Brock Nelson kicking our ass. Like I don't get it, um, but yeah. So they they uh, they're doing good. They're seven two and four. Um, so they're, they're decent. Second place in the Metro. Uh, above them is Carolina, who is 10-1 and 0 overtimes. However, <clears throat> Carolina is second best in the NHL. And then, of course, the Panthers at the top. Um, but, yeah, Washington, they're decent. They've played uh, 13 games. So, wow. So, with they've played more games than Carolina. However, Carolina is still in first place. So, how about that? Because Washington played 13 games, Carolina's only played 11, so two-game difference there. Carolina's doing that because they have a higher win percentage. Yeah, yeah. They mm-hmm. might be playing less games, but they're winning more games. Right, right. They're winning more of those games. So. That, they're only winning by, like, one. one more game, however, though. But um, that still means that they're 
right. they are having winners even they're winning more games. And that's why they're in first right now because they're winning a lot of games. Right, right. And that's yeah. how you. That's how you win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, however, though New York Rangers, they are also decent right now. Surprisingly enough, it's almost like New York always chokes. It's always hard being a Rangers fan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with I guess without uh Henrik Lundqvist, they're I guess they're fine. I guess I don't know. They didn't need need him anymore, but. Yeah, we covered a couple episodes ago that, like, he was released. Not released. Sorry, he retired. Um, but he's good now, so, you know, so New York doesn't didn't seem to harm them too much. Um, so, moving into our next NHL topic here. Rick Nash. Oh, my God. Going back to, like, 2004 here, I really rarely uh, don't know much about Rick Nash. I do, I do know his name um, uh, after I read the topic, of course, and now I know who Rick Nash is. But, um, no, like, amazing player. He went, he started in Columbus, and then he was moved around a little bit, came back to Columbus, and now he has officially retired. Now, with that, <clears throat> they thought he was just an amazing asset to the franchise. They are retiring his jersey, and they're his number. So that's also insane. Um, you know, I guess I can't speak much on it because I didn't really know who Rick Nash was, but he must have been, like, insane that they're, like, retiring his own number. So, I don't know. Um so now no one in the Blue Jackets franchise can wear that number again. Hmm. I think his number was, I think it was uh, 13. 13, I think it was. No, let me see. That's going to bug me. Rick Nash. <clears throat> Nash. Number. Oh, no. I, I was uh, off by a lot. It was number 61. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought he was uh, 13. Oh, no, he is number 61. So, 61 is now retired. <clears throat> yeah, so, and Columbus right now, they're 7-3 and 0. So, they're also not doing uh, too bad. Um, Once again, let's see. We're going to, I'm going to try to make this a weekly thing on here where we check who's the worst and the best team in the NHL every week. So, it has swapped now. Instead of Ottawa being at the bottom, get this, the Arizona Coyotes are now at the bottom of the NHL uh, in 32nd place. And um, they're only when they're, they're uh, 1, 11, and 1. <laughs> so can you guess who they beat? Yeah, yeah. Can you guess who they beat? Let's, for let's their go. only win. Yeah, for their only win. We'll give our uh, listeners a... You know what? No, no, no. We're, we're not giving them any time. They beat the Seattle Kraken. That, that is terrible. That That is ridiculous. I said I said this before we started. The Seattle Kraken are going to be the Houston Texans of the NHL. They're going to be that team where they're going to suck almost their entire franchise career for the next few years, and then they're not going to not do anything in, like, I'm probably not going to, I'm assuming they're not going to make the playoffs for at least the next five years. Yeah. They will not make the playoffs in the next five years unless things change with their team and they make personnel changes and things like that. Because right now, the best player on the team is Yanni Gord. And I know I'm not being biased right now. I don't know. Yanni that might Gord, be a little Yanni, biased. Yanni Gord is the best player on their team. And you know it. But it's like, are you saying that because he's from the Lightning? No. No. I'm saying that because it's the truth. Yeah. He is the best player on that team. Mm. Yeah, you know, I I'd have to agree. However, I have been really watching their games because it's like I know I really thought like for years, for four years actually, it was like it because it, they got announced right after the Penguins won the cup in 2017. It was announced we're gonna have an expansion team, 32 teams now, Seattle. Well. Now, we've waited four years. We waited for their name. All we were getting was Seattle. Seattle was getting an expansion team. And now, 
They're terrible. <laughs> they're 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 terrible. They're like four. Hang on, what the hell is their record? I know it's not good. We can uh we can obviously uh tell you that they're four nine and one. So it's like what? I, I don't get it. That like we waited and waited and waited, and they're just terrible. Like we said last week, like their arena is like all like. Uh, ecosystem like friendly <laughs> like you know like their uh their, their ice is made out of rainwater and like it's just maybe that's why they're losing it, it, it's the puck it, it's not i bet you it's not rubber because that hurts the whales and shit do, do you think maybe it's like some type of uh, i don't know it couldn't be plastic because that's just that's wrong to the turtles what do you think the puck is made out of huh Hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. You know, I think I'm going to sue the Seattle Kraken if they're using a rubber puck. Yeah. Yep. Because that's that's not friendly. Not friendly to our ocean friends, you know? Um, no, seriously. Like, I think they're focusing more on what's better for the wildlife and uh, not what's better for their fucking hockey team. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, we waited, and now they're just, they're horrendous. I, like, I really thought they were going to go to the playoffs this year, like the Vegas Golden Knights did their first year in the NHL, and they're just, no, not even close. But can't say uh, I was, I was, we were going to see this, you know? But yeah. somehow we are. But what we didn't see coming from any direction, North, south, east, west. I know I didn't say that the right way. I don't care. Um, we didn't see Odell Beckham Jr. going to the Los Angeles Rams. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that much. Um, no way it's always coming. No. I'm going to let you go on this rant here because um, I know you're excited too. So so what do you mm-hmm. what do you think about this? What do you think? Go ahead. The stage okay. is yours. <laughs> the Rams are going all in. They do not care about anybody's feelings. They are they are signing every good free agent they possibly see. Yep. They are trading for great players. They don't care about the age. They don't care about what they meant to other teams. They are winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. They want to win Super Bowl this year. They want to host the Super Bowl in their own stadium like the Bucks did last year. And yeah. they will do anything they they will do anything in their power to make that happen. And right now, the only thing standing in their way of doing that is the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. That is the only team that I think is capable of stopping the Los Angeles Rams right now. Yeah. Especially with Odell there and Von Miller and just all these great players mm-hmm. on this team. I mean, let's just name off the superstars right now. Odell, mm-hmm. uh, Cooper Cup, Von mm-hmm. Miller, Aaron yeah. Donald, Jalen Ramsey, John, uh, not Von Miller, Von Miller, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's just, there's so many stars on this team. And I just, it's incredible to me how the, how the NFL has allowed the Rams to be this good on paper. Yeah, like on like they they have the best team on paper right now, mm-hmm. and I I don't see anybody beating them. Nothing and... but the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish. <laughs> no, but yeah. like we saw this like drive from them in like 2018 when they went to the Super Bowl, but then of course lost to uh, Brady. But which, by the way, was one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever watched. Of all time. Thirteen to three. I think <laughs> yeah, the final score. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, I mean, the they had one of the best offenses in the league in that season, and then they scored three points in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh man. No, but that was a boring. That was a boring game. Uh, for both teams, you know, like. It wasn't, no, that was not an entertaining Super Bowl. You know, I have, like, a standard for Super Bowls. All Super Bowls should at least be close. Any, like, Super Bowls that are, like, blowouts, unless it's your own team, like, 
Come on, you gotta admit they they would probably be boring if they were all blowouts. Yeah, like last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, however, I I don't think we're gonna see the Chiefs again this year. I don't think so at all. Um, I don't think so either. No, I don't think we'll see them again. They're third in their division right now. AFC West, one of one of two divisions that where every single team has a winning record. Uh, the other team being the AFC North, which is very interesting to me because the AFC North is always competitive every single year. Yeah. So it's not much surprise. But to see these other teams uh, competing with the Chiefs and the Chargers, who I believe are a definite threat uh, at winning the AFC West. And I think to see the Raiders and the Broncos competing with the Chiefs and Chargers, I think is very interesting. Yeah. And that is one of the most competitive divisions in the league, which is very surprising because they don't have the best of teams, but right. yet it's one of the, it is probably the closest division in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really hope the Pittsburgh Steelers win a Super Bowl this year. You know, I, I really hope. hope. I hope they win it every single year I'm alive. Yeah, uh, I that's hope not gonna happen. I hope that, you know, and this is also probably never going to happen again. I want to see Ben Roethlisberger with one more ring. One more. Just one more. You know, before he retires. And and most likely, this is his last year. And, you know, what really makes me nervous is, have we just accepted that the Steelers aren't going to be great after Ben is gone? Like, Mason Rudolph hasn't proven to anyone that he can be a starter. You know, like, we also have Dwayne Haskins, which I'm not worried about him. He, he proved, you know, what he's about in the preseason. But, like, who is going to be the next Ben Roethlisberger? You know what I mean? It's just... I think it could be Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I think so, too. But one one player that I think that's coming out of the draft this year that I really want to see the Steelers draft, even though it probably won't happen, I'm real. I really want to see them draft Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Of out of Pittsburgh, I mean, he'll be playing in the same stadium that he was. He set. Uh, he was the fifth player, the fifth quarterback in ACC history to. 12,000 yards in in his career mm-hmm. and 12,000 passing yards and I think he's the best quarterback in the ACC a, a top five quarterback in in college football and yeah. I know that's kind of a hot take but I do I do believe in Kenny Pickett and I think he's going to be a star in the NFL yeah yeah like I don't know, like, I just want to see Ben with one more ring. Just one more. Like, do they have the ability to do so? We got off to a slow start, which is is bad, but now we're picking it up again. However, we'll get to the game on Monday, but the point is, if Ben can get one more ring, it's just another fuck you to Brady. You know what I mean? Just, just uh, like, one more dig, <laughs> you know? But then, then then we'd see that he's coming back for another season. <laughs> like, we, I don't know. But, yeah, I definitely think this is Big Ben's last season. I mean, do you think so? I think so, too. Yeah. I don't really think it matters how the season ends up. I think this is definitely Ben's last season, which is sad to see. Yeah. But we'll see how the Steelers handle it. I mean, he's been yeah. a quarterback for, I don't even know how long, since before I was born. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been, he's had an incredible career. He's a first out Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be tough to see him go, but I'm mm-hmm. excited to see how the Steelers are going to handle it. Yeah. in the off season and figure out who his successor is going to be. Because right now, right now, besides possibly Dwayne Haskins, I don't think we have a, a successor to Ben Roethlisberger. No. No, and, you know, everyone thought that, like, Mason Rudolph was, like, God, you know? But it's like, he's not great. He has not proved one game, especially that season when um, Ben was injured. He didn't prove to anyone that he was capable of holding a team or the offense together. But you look at Ben. He's not that, you know, 
he's athletic, sure, when he's throwing, but you look at, you know, people like Kyle Murray, you don't see Ben Roethlisberger doing things like Kyle Murray. So, but Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins is definitely probably someone that can scramble a whole lot faster, you know what I mean? So I definitely mm-hmm. think that if when if and when Ben retires, I think the right choice would be Dwayne Haskins. You know, it, even though they haven't started him in a regular season game, they haven't really had a reason to. Let's hope it stays that way. But he's proven himself in the preseason, you know what I mean? And it's not a lot to prove yourself in the preseason, but... He did, you know, win those games. You know what I mean? So, it's... I think it would be the right choice. <clears throat> I think so, too. Yeah. I think, uh, right now, I think in the depth chart, they have uh, Mason Rudolph as the second-string quarterback, which I don't agree with. Um, I think he should be third-string. Uh, yeah. Dwayne Haskins should definitely be the backup. Mm-hmm. The main backup. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe in Dwayne Haskins more than I believe in Mason Rudolph. And yeah. when we drafted Mason Rudolph, I was very excited. I thought mm-hmm. we got a quarterback in the future. And then when we put him in that 2019 season, yeah. he dis- completely disappointed. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but it, it was odd because, like, when he got that concussion and they had to take off his, uh, uh, what the hell did he call that, visor? Yeah, I guess you would call that a visor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> had to take that off. Everyone like just was like crying, like heartbroken. And yeah, you know, he well, he did get hurt, but it's like they were acting like he was some like, like it was Ben that just got like a career-ending injury, which was really confusing for a lot of fans. Like, what what is going on? <laughs> like Juju Smith-Schuster was like heartbroken about this, like just like was on his knees, like, on the sidelines, like, crying, and it's like, you didn't cry like that for Ben, like, what what is going on here, (laughs) you know what I mean, um, but yeah, I don't know, you know, because didn't Ben get hurt in that, uh, what was it, Seahawks game, because I remember, because it was Pete Carroll's birthday, yeah, that injury, yeah, man, there's one, there's no person more than I hate than Pete Carroll, I swear to God, (laughs) I don't know why I hate him, but I just do. <laughs> like, I cannot stand Pete Carroll. Ugh, I don't know. That man, he looks scary. He looks like... Who Who the hell is the uh, ghost from a Christmas Carol? Marley. Marley. He looks like Marley from a Christmas Carol. <laughs> um, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's creepy. Or Scrooge. I mean, he definitely acts like Scrooge. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But... Moving into our next NFL topic, how about this? Cam Newton, who was released by the Patriots, um, and now he is returning home to the Carolina Panthers. What do you think? What do you think? Did the Panthers need this? Yes, they yeah. did. They did need this. Sam Donald is hurt. You need a quarterback. You don't have any quarterback that can step up into the role. You have no quarterback. Why not get your quarterback that brought you, brought your fans so much joy and brought you to a Super Bowl, even though he pushed out and he was uh, scared of Von Miller yeah. <laughs> in that Super Bowl. And uh, then that was the end of his career. But now he has a chance to revive his career and coming back to Carolina, the uh, team that he went to a Super Bowl with. It's going to be very exciting to see the uh, Superman come back. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe this will be the uh, – um, maybe we'll get to see the dab again, be a trend <laughs> <laughs> after this, uh, yeah. after this rest of the season. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah, we'll Carolina see. definitely another slow start to their season, um, but yeah, it, it's so exciting to see. I remember one game; it was uh, back in twenty, ooh, I want to say eighteen, but I think it was twenty seventeen. It was uh, Philly and Carolina, and Cam Newton was still playing, obviously, and um, 
and Philly was kicking their ass. They were down like 21 to nothing in the first quarter. I'm sorry, not first quarter, uh, fourth. And uh, Carolina rallied back. And I remember watching their touchdown that went ahead. And I was jumping up and down because one, it was the fucking Eagles, and no one wants to see them win. And two, it was just like an amazing comeback. Like, and this wasn't even like an like a special week. It was like week three, you know. Like, it it was odd. I don't know, but yeah, you yeah, know, Cam Newton coming back. I think Carolina definitely needed this. I think they need like something to like jumpstart their franchise again, and something to like jumpstart their fans. So I think the fans will definitely be uh, more excited for uh, games now. <laughs> um, but moving into our last topic in the NFL, this one really, we got a lot to talk about in one topic, and it's surprising because there shouldn't be a lot to talk about. However, there was some mayhem on Monday Night Football when the Bears came to town in Pittsburgh to play the Pittsburgh Steelers, Right. You know, all is good. We're up. Were we up like fourteen nothing? I believe. Yep. Um, and you know, it it looked pretty decent. I don't know. I don't recall what the hell happened after all that. Um, but you know, Chris Boswell was out with a concussion. Uh, the rest of that Cleveland game. Um, after they tried to fake a field goal, and I'm sorry, not was it a field goal or an extra point? I feel like it was an extra point. Uh. Yeah, I think it was an extra point, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. But whatever it was, they they decided it would be a good idea to fake it. Well, not really because he got, like, demolished by the sideline, and, you know, it was ridiculous. It was it was a nasty hit. Um, So he was out the rest of that game. We didn't have a kicker. Somehow we still won. Um, But this week he he didn't seem any more afraid because he recovered a fumble and then got hit <laughs> and everyone's like the renegade works because right before that yep they did the renegade they were playing renegade yeah so i just it was like and espn was like going nuts he got a concussion last week and then he just recovers a fumble it's like yeah yeah that was that was cool to see but um uh, what the hell is that? Oh, yeah, Presley Harvin. You know, I don't know anymore. You know, I really thought, like, he has been great, right? He's been great. But yeah. then, like, I keep listening to, like, ESPN and just to the announcers, and it's like, and uh, Harvin shanks this one to the 40. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. Like, I, he was really good, like, the I mean, past every, couple every weeks. Every punter misses, like, every, like, you're telling me that, a punter in the NFL has never shanked a punt mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and he's also a rookie punter. He's also yeah. he, there's a lot more pressure coming at him in to block the punt than there was in college. Yeah. So, um, I mean, he's under a lot of pressure uh, to get those punts off, and he's still when he hits in full force, he's still hitting them like well at least sixty yards. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. No, he is. So. He's a fucking beast. Um, you know, he's good. Uh, but yeah, just, just criticizing him, like, all over these, like, sports, uh, like, CBS was really all over his shit, it's like, shut up, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so, that's that there, but, um, so anyways, you know, I really thought we were gonna have a nice, easy win against, uh, Chicago, but... What's the Steelers game without, you know, a heart attack? You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so, <laughs> we're, we're down to the fourth quarter, right? I think it was like third and 12 for uh, Pittsburgh. And Ben gets sacked. And it was a beautiful sack. Like, it was a good. It was it was a good play. And uh, who, who the hell was that guy's name? I can't believe I'm forgetting who his name. Cassius Marsh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Marsh. what a surprise, of course, adding to the storyline. Because... The week before that game started, like the week of practices leading up to the game, uh, the the Steelers released Cassius Marsh from their <laughs> from their active roster, and the Bears picked him up before practices started, which was very suspicious yeah. to me. And uh, then in that game, he gets sacked, 
And then he starts to trot over to the Steelers' sideline, went, mm. went, went. he did not have to do. All yeah. he had to do was do his little kick in the air. Kick, ninja <laughs> kick, and then yeah. walk back to the sideline. Everything would have been fine. They would have gotten the ball back. And then they po- they possibly would have scored from the way they were when the way Justin Fields was playing, it looked like they would have scored another touchdown. Yeah. But no, he decides to trot over to the Steelers sideline. Well, look at him. Look at the Steelers sideline. Gets in the way of Presley Harvin in his path. And then he runs behind the ref, and then it looks like he hit the ref hip check. Cash mm-hmm. I don't care about the, about the fucking hip check. Yeah. Okay? That is just an excuse from all these NFL fans mm-hmm. to ignore the elephant in the room that the act of the actual taunting call, which mm-hmm. is him trotting over to the Steelers sideline and then having most of the defense following him. Yeah. And then him is running back and hitting and hitting the ref. Mm-hmm. And that's when he threw the flag. Um, but at, does it mean I agree with the taunting call? No, I think it's stupid. I think it's a very dumb penalty. It's a very dumb yeah. rule. I think players should be able to celebrate these mm-hmm. great these great plays and big moments. I mean, it, it was a great sack. It was a great sack and in a great moment of of the game for the Bears. Mm-hmm. It could have set him up to win the game. And then, of course. Even though the rule was stupid, he did break the rule. Right. And it was still a penalty. Those are the rules. It's a, mm-hmm. dumb, it's a dumb, it's a really stupid rule. I hate it, but he broke the rule. And that's and when that happens, you pay the price. Yeah. And by and that price was Chris Boswell hitting a 40-yard field goal <laughs> and winning us the game. Yeah. That's the thing. Everyone's like, you know, like you just said, it's a stupid penalty, right? Agreed. It is. Yeah. Um, however, at the same time, it is still... It, it doesn't matter what we think it is, or if we think it's stupid, or it's a good penalty, or whatever you think. At, at the same time, it's still a penalty, and it counts, you know? Um, I have to agree with what you said about the uh, hit check. Um, it, it, it's a distraction to what actually happened. Um... So we have him, we have Marsh, you know, he gets a sack. He did some stupid fucking Olympic kick in the air, whatever which the hell is, that was. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, it's dumb. <laughs> um, He's been doing that his whole career. Yeah. Well, I it's mean. dumb. <laughs> but um, anyway, so he does that, whatever the hell it is. Um, gets up. And he's clearly walking. You can just tell by his body language that he's just kind of, you know, walking over, trotting over there. He was a good, I, I have to admit, he was a good 15 yards away from the bench. However, he was still walking towards them. He kind of almost bumped into Presley Harvin, to which they throw a flag. You can't be mad with that call. Even if you think even if you think uh, taunting is a stupid penalty or flag, it, it, is. It, it is. Right. Even if you think that, it's still a penalty. And it clearly was taunting. He was... If he would have continued to walk over that, which he did turn around eventually. And when he turned around and walked past the ref, that's when they threw the flag. However, like he could have easily started a physical uh, altercation. You know, like, I don't get it why they're so pissed about this, like, penalty call. It clearly was uh, taunting. And then everyone's like, oh, the refs bailed the Steelers out. Listen, if you're fucking star... Uh, Defensive tackle didn't line up offsides two fucking times. Okay. Here's my <laughs> thing about this: Robert Quinn is a 11 year veteran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He he is the same age as Cam Hayward. He's been in the league for the same amount of years as Cam Hayward, and he lined up offsides three times. Three times. Oh, he got called three times. He actually lined up offsides about like seven times because I watched him on defense every almost every single play. And yet, he only got called three times. Yeah. So, he did get called less, or he did get called three times out of four missed calls. Yeah. So, and that's also kind of in the Bears' favor, but that also, with those three offsides penalties, two of them, I believe, in the same drive. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He, mm-hmm. It cost the Bears, again, and that was the same drive with the Cassius Long Thompson call. 
and that's and why, it like, was penalty. It was penalties committed by the Bears. Yeah, and how it and it showed how undisciplined the Bears were. Yeah, and because those penalties is what cost them the game. Mm-hmm. The and thing it is, was, it, it was their fault. Like all those penalties are on the Bears. Yeah, and what is a referee supposed to do if they see a penalty or they see a foul? They are supposed to throw a flag, and they did. It's not the refs being, you know, the refs bailing out the Steelers. Like, all the penalty calls that were called were penalties. Like, and you can't even debate that those offside penalties weren't offside. It's clear. It was clear. It's just... Every single team gets calls in their benefit to help them win the game. It happens every single week. It's the NFL. It's what mm-hmm. happens every single week, every single game. There is there's a a call that mm-hmm. benefits a team. That's what a penalty is. If you do something wrong, you get penalized for it and you get punished for it. Mm-hmm. And in this case, their punishment was a loss. Yeah. Because if you line up, if you line up off sides three times, two two of them in the same drive, and that drive ends up making you lose the game, that's your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not on the ref. Those offside calls are not on the ref. That's on Robert Quinn and Robert Quinn only. He's yeah. an 11-year veteran. He should know where he puts his hand. You put your hand behind the ball, you put your head behind your hand, and you're fine. You're not offsides. Right. Yeah. And he lined up offsides two times in one drive, and which you can't do, and it... It, it ultimately cost them. Yeah. Like, and it's just so infuriating to, like, listen to all these fans that are like, ooh, refs, <laughs> hey, do you think the Steelers were paying that? It's like, shut up. Like, just shut up. It's like, last season it was the excuse that we had the easiest schedule in the NFL. Now it's the refs are bailing us out. They could never just admit that the they Steelers win a game. They can't. Exactly. They can't accept the fact that the Steelers won. Because everybody hates the Steelers. And it doesn't make sense. Everybody. <laughs> but I it's don't like. Understand what, it's, it's because our franchise over in our history has been so much more successful than a majority of all these other franchises that, yeah. they, that their fans just hate the Steelers because of how much more successful they are right. in their history. Yeah. And they can't accept that. Yeah. So when they win a game, they always have to come up with an excuse. And <laughs> this game and this year, it happens to be the rest. Even though they say that this is the, it's been the whole season, even though they've only been complaining about one game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's... Now they're starting to say that it's the whole season. Even though in that Browns call, when they fake when they fake the extra point, which was the dumbest call I've seen mm. all season so far yeah. about Steelers, um, after, like three segments after. Chris Boswell threw that ball. He got smashed out of mm-hmm. bounds, and yeah. yet that was not unnecessary roughness. Yeah, should have been roughing like the kicker. Should have been roughing the kicker. Fifteen yard penalty first down. Yeah, roughing the pass. Yeah, yeah, technically. Yeah. Um. Yeah, should have been fifteen yard penalty first down. You know, and then it was even like, if, if the Ravens, did they did the Ravens get to the playoffs last year? I don't yes, think they, yes, did. they did. Oh yeah, they yes. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did. Yep. All right. So, and I, I, they didn't get too far, did they? I don't. I don't uh, think so. They won the wild card, but then they lost the division round. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. My pick. You know, obviously, of course, everyone's expecting me to say the Steelers, right? But if I'm being it's, non-biased here, my pick. Yeah. My pick. Um. And it, ha- and it can only be one. You can't say either or. My pick would be the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think? I mean, it can only be one. I know, it's a hard question. <laughs> it's, very, it's very difficult to answer. Mm-hmm. Because there's... it's between. I think it's between the Cardinals and the Rams at yeah. this point. And I think I'm going to have to go with the Rams. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, look at all these people they're signing, you know? Wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Would not be surprised at all. Um, 
I hope that young coach for the Rams gets his redemption after that 2018 uh, Super Bowl because I felt terrible. That was just a shit show. Um, but moving into our MLB topics, this time I have to look on what I wrote. It was so hard finding topics for this. Okay, yeah, I remember now. So the Braves uh, won the World Series. And then the fans had the audacity, had the audacity to complain about uh, the parade. You know what? They, they were unhappy because the parade went too fast. The buses just, like, went too fast with all the players. They didn't get to see everyone. You know what? You should be thankful that you won in the first place. How many How many years was it until they won a pennant? I, I don't remember how many years it was that they were saying. Let's just put it that it was a long time. <laughs> it was more than a decade. More than two decades, I think. Um, so, for them to, like, be complaining and bitching about, you know, that the buses were going too fast and they were, weren't, you know, they weren't slowing down. Tough. Get over it. You still won. <laughs> and that, that honestly should have been enough. Um, but, you know, everyone has to be bitchy about, you know, because the buses went too fast. It's ridiculous, but yeah, and they beat the Astros, so that's all that matters as a Yankees fan for me, because you know we know last week, you know Stephen, you know had a little, had a little hissy fit and moved on to the uh, WWE topics a little too early, but that's all right, because he knows he got caught that you know the Yankees were the better team, you know he got caught, uh, so and you know he's going to remain silent because he knows he got caught <laughs> um but uh so don't go reading the next MLB topic Stephen I'm not done here yet <laughs> um but where are we now where there we go um so along with not being able to find any topics for this week's MLB section uh considering it's off season and MLB off season really isn't that interesting um so a big free agent uh, out of L.A. shortstop, Corey Seager, is now a free agent, surprisingly enough. I mean, who's one team that could benefit from this free agency? What do you think? What do you think, Steven? Who could benefit from, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, <laughs> what the hell is that? Uh, Corey Seager, what do you think? Who would benefit from it? Mm, not sure. I think I really, the, I really don't know. Yeah, I think the Yankees would. <laughs> totally not bias. Uh, totally no nepotism. Listen, I think that the Yankees need a shortstop, and th- this isn't even bias. Like actually, like when they lost uh, Didi Gregorias to uh, Philly, I was like pissed. Like he was, he was great in New York. He played some time down in uh, Wilkes-Barre, but, like, it just, like, and he's not even that great anymore in Philly. So, like, I honestly think they just need to overdo the whole fucking shortstop. But, like, yeah, yeah, I definitely think so. But it all comes down to how much this guy wants to be paid. He is from L.A., so, you know, um, but I don't even know why they're not signing him again, you know. He must want too much, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so... You know, you're still staying silent over there with the MLB time. Are you are you, are you are you a little mad about last week? I just want to know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Okay, I'll take that as an answer. I'll take, you know. Because I came prepared this week, Stephen. Um, and I didn't put it on uh, the topics. Um, because I figured if I did, um, you probably wouldn't even have done this episode. But... I did some research for myself, and, and, um, you know, and I think you're really going to benefit, and I think our uh, listeners are going to benefit from this, um, so I just want to, uh, put this out here, um, so you ready for this, Stephen? What's that? Okay, so, um, just one second here, I just got to finalize some, uh, finalize some touches here. Okay, so, here we go here. All right, perfect. Um, so, I did some research of my own. I'd just like to read you the two records um, 
Uh, you know, we, we've been debating this for a really long time. Um, you know, who's the better team? Who who really, you know, and it wasn't about the Subway Series. Who, who beat each other? This really came down to what was the records of the teams? And I asked you this question last week. I really did. It was, you know, uh, simple. It was a simple question to which you proceeded to tell me that Keith Lee was released from WWE. Um, but I actually am going to uh, read the records for you. So the Yankees in the 2021 season, their record wins 92, losses 70, right? Okay, let's go over to the Mets. Oh, this is going to be fun. Wins 77, losses 85. Hmm. Any words? Anything? Just silence over there? (laughs) 85 losses. So... More so, I was right about this. So, the Mets lost more games than they did wins. That is, that's, <laughs> and this whole time, you've been arguing that the Mets run New York. The Mets run New York. That is like, that's like saying that people should dip their grilled cheese into like strawberry pudding, which they do. That's a that's an actual fact that they like people dip their like grilled cheese and like blueberry and like strawberry like fucking yogurt. It's disgusting. And how that relates to baseball, don't ask. But what I'm saying is that the Mets run New York. That that's ridiculous and and honestly a false statement. Not honestly, it is a false statement. Um, but I, and I, I know you're really excited over there about this. Um. But we're going to move into the pro wrestling topics, and I just want you to think about who actually runs New York after I just told you the uh, the uh, records there. So what do you think? Sound like a plan? Man, this silence is, like, deafening. It's fucking... It's, it's odd. It's odd. You're not arguing back. <laughs> um, okay. So are we ready to go here, Steven? We're, we're going to talk about the WWE topics? How's that sound? Sure. Yeah. Perfect. We got a response. How about that? We got a response. Okay. So, I was doing a little more research. You know, like like I always been doing, you know. Uh, Found out that The Undertaker would have liked to lost... Where did that wrong? Would have loved to lose his streak um, to Roman Reigns instead of Brock Lesnar. And here's why. I think the Brock Lesnar whole fucking, like, losing the streak wasn't planned. Like, I... I don't think that was scripted. Like, I don't think that was the plan beforehand. Like, why would Brock Lesnar, like, break the Undertaker's streak? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. But so now, what makes, what even validates my point even more is, like, yeah, I would have loved to lose my streak to, like, Roman Reigns instead. But now, Roman Reigns did beat him at WrestleMania, one of the worst matches of uh, the Undertaker's, like, career. Um... But, yeah, so The Undertaker said, you know, oh, yeah, I like Roman Reigns. He's a cool guy. Would have, you know, would have loved to put my streak <laughs> on the line against him. But, uh, yeah, what, what, what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I know you're still upset about the Mets. I get it, man. It's tough. It's tough. It really is. I mean, you put yourself in my shoes when I had to sit here every week and, you know, Make all the blunders, and, you know, I'm glad I put that behind myself, you know? Like, think about it. I just sit here and listen to you talk about, you know, the Subway Series when I thought that the Subway Series was sponsored by Subway. And, you know, like, listen, and I wish I wasn't joking. But, like, I... I no, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I worded that one wrong, too. What the hell? I wish I was joking. Like... I honestly thought that the Subway series was sponsored by Subway, and that's why they called it that. I'm not even thinking of the Subway that runs in New York. Um, but yeah, just just think, this is all payback for all the times I had to be like, okay, okay, you know, the Mets run New York, right? I just, it's payback, man. It's just, you know. But, um, yeah, so what do, you, what do you think? The Undertaker, like, I don't know. He uh, he was at Saudi Arabia. He was at um, Crown Jewel, and he like 
was at one of their like most popular concerts of the year. He like had his entrance and shit there, so it was kind of cool. But I don't know. We'll see what happens with him. I hope he returns for one more match, just one more. He's had like one. He's had like ten one more matches. But I mean, what do you think? Like, I I think he he's got one more match left in him. He's got one more. Depends on who it's against. Yeah, yeah. Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg. Goldberg and The Undertaker. One more time. No, people would shit their pants. They would be so pissed. No, like, his ideal last match ever. That's tough. That's. How about Michael Cole? <laughs> Michael what? Cole. Yeah, Michael Cole. The... No, I'm sorry. Pat McAfee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pat McAfee. Go. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think that, that fits him better. Yeah. Uh, it, obviously, Pat McAfee is a better wrestler than uh, Goldberg, and he always will be. Um, you know, he can definitely kick, you know? Uh, but, no, like, I don't know. That That's a serious, tough question. Like, if you were, if you were the Undertaker and they let you choose who your last match is against... Who would you pick? Would it be a Hall of Famer? Would it be some rookie? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a really tough one to answer. Yeah. Because there's not, like, anyone left anymore or that the WWE didn't get rid of that, like, would have been a good uh, choice. Like, I mean, there's plenty of rookies. I mean, he chose, like, uh, AJ Styles, but it's like that match was good. But I'm I'm a little upset that it wasn't able to be in front of people. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like, that's a serious question. Like, I mean... What happened to AJ Styles, by the way? I don't know. I think they... I guess they wrote him off TV after they lost the Raw Tag Team Championships. I don't know. I haven't been watching wrestling that much, like, at all. Because, like, it's boring. It's so fucking boring. Like... They just fuck up every storyline. They gotten rid of all these people, and I don't want to continue to support a company that like just randomly cuts off people's paychecks and like send them home like with no money. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why I refuse to like buy merchandise off their like store because it's like why the fuck would I give this company more money when they're like claiming that they're like cutting these people due to budget cuts? It's like really, all these people giving you your money and you need budget cuts. Cut the shit, yeah. you know, but, no, like, I don't watch it that much anymore, either I'm asleep, or I, I just don't watch, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know, um, but moving into our next pro wrestling topic, so Becky Lynch, we were talking about the other week how Charlotte Flair, like, randomly tries to start fights backstage and, you know, shit. Because we suspected that maybe she wants to go to AEW. Well, here, Becky Lynch refuses to talk to Charlotte Flair at all. In real life and obviously, you know, in the ring. Well, it's like, what the hell happened between these two that, like, she refuses to talk to her? You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Um, They had, like, a bunch of... um. Uh, matches that, like, were big matches, like the WrestleMania match, obviously, with Ronda Rousey, which was a uh, Botchamania instead of a WrestleMania. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know, like, you'd think Becky Lynch would be, like, non-problematic, like, easy to work with, but, like, I, I guess not. But Charlotte Flair, she also seems like she's problematic. Like, you know daddy's money type shit you know what i mean yeah um so yeah i don't know like that whole gimmick where <clears throat> for a couple of weeks where she was like telling her dad i don't need you i don't need you there's some type of feeling that it gives me that it's like i guarantee you she definitely probably meant half of the shit she said in the promo uh when like rick flair left the ring crying like the whole you were never home because you were on the road and I was wondering, uh, wondering, like, when Dad is coming home because he's wrestling. Like, there must be, like, a bunch of, like, emotional, tor- uh, like, torn. Like, I don't, I don't know. But, like, she just 
randomly decides to have these outbursts backstage, and, like, it's odd. Like, yeah, her husband's an AEW, but that doesn't mean, like, you're still getting paid. And we went into this last week about, like, why superstars get mad when they're not getting pushes, but they're still getting paid, you know? Um, But, yeah, like, she's getting paid, and she's, like, acting like a five-year-old. It's ridiculous. But, um, Bray Wyatt. What the hell? Uh, you know, we we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. It might have been last week, actually. We were hoping that Bray Wyatt didn't go into the movie business. Well, Bray Wyatt is now in Hollywood, and he is being featured in a movie. What the hell? What, what do you think? What do you think? I don't like it. No. I mean, I hate it. <laughs> I just, I'm sure he'll do great. I'm sure he'll be fine in the movie business, but it sucks that we might not get to see him in the ring again. Yeah. Uh, especially with that gimmick mm-hmm. uh, and how talented he is. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like, he, it's a shame. I think if this was his idea, I think he threw out a lot of, his creativity, because under him, under this acting, whatever he's doing, a lot of it, this isn't going to be him. This is going to be written by, like, these producers. And, well, then you're getting, you know, the fans that are like, well, they're still being written by WWE writers. However, a lot of what Bray Wyatt did in WWE was himself. So, he now he's going to have to get used to, well, they're really in charge of me now. This is Hollywood. This is, like, top-tier shit. But, I don't know. It's disappointing, really. Like, no more Fiend. The last time we ever saw the Fiend wrestle, we're going to have to remember that it was a shitty WrestleMania match. Uh, That's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. And I can't even stress this enough. That match was built up for four months. Four months. And they just ruined it in a matter of two minutes. Shittiest WrestleMania match ever. Ever. You know, I really thought that was going to be the main event. Or second to last. Before Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. But no. No. (laughs) It was the first match on night two. That's how much they said, fuck you, Bray Wyatt. And, honestly, Randy Orton, too. Um, Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. And then, like... Now, where the hell is Alexa Bliss? Where the fuck is she? Like, cut the whole, you know, doll gimmick. Just go back to the goddess Alexa Bliss. Because, like, without that, like, that's that's the gimmick that made her. You know what I mean? Like, this whole doll gimmick is, like, getting old. Like, really old. So, no one cares for it. So, now she's just, like, a mid-carter. When she used to be, like, up top. You know, like... The, one of the most, you know, couldn't beat in the women's division. Now she's just, like, a jobber. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it, it's disappointing. But what's not disappointing is we are going to be back here next week on Sports Avenue. <clears throat> I think we should contact uh, the county, and we should um, uh, we should actually get a street named Sports Avenue. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that? Like I, get her. Uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and we're authorized to do that since we got our name copyrighted on uh, Apple Podcasts. So we're allowed to do that. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna look into that. <laughs> Honestly, I am going to see if there are any new streets being put in, and we're gonna name it Sports Avenue. And you know what? We're gonna record our podcast in one of those houses on Sports Avenue. That'd, that'd be that would be fucking. I can just see just the street gonna, sign. We're just gonna walk into somebody's. Yes, yes. We <laughs> own this. House. We literally named this street. We own this house. Okay. Well, we own all these houses. I don't care if we don't pay the rent or the mortgage. We're going to uh, sit down at your table. We're gonna turn on uh, our audio uh, microphones. And we're gonna we're gonna put on our headphones and we're going to talk about sports 
and you're going to accept that. And if you don't want to, you can get out of Sports Avenue and go to No House Avenue, okay? Like, seriously, Sports Avenue going to be the best avenue, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you want to live on Sports Avenue, you need to know the NHL, the NFL, the MLB, and pro wrestling. That's just four. We don't even talk about the NBA, okay? We don't talk about, uh, I, uh, I guess that's really it. <laughs> so, the NBA... I knew the major, who was the major sport. Yeah, yeah. So, that's the thing. One, I've never understood basketball. I don't want to. It seems boring. <laughs> but, yeah, so... We will see you all next week here on Sports Avenue, and we hope you all have a nice, restful weekend. This is Stephen Hines and Elliot. No, I said that backwards. <laughs> I acted like I'm Stephen Hines. Anyways, this is Elliot Lord, my friends. Stephen Hines signing off. Thank you, everyone.